Huddling up with Upper Cumberland coaches and players. District openers take center stage around the Upper Cumberland. Clark Range wins a huge girls showdown with Clay County, while White County sweeps a doubleheader at Upperman. From ucsportsnation.com, this is the High School Playbook. The Upper Cumberland's place to talk prep sports. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. Quality products, a high level of workmanship. Mountain Barn Builders, storage buildings, animal shelters, gazebos. Visit Highway 127 between Jamestown and Clark Range. It's a stormy Saturday morning in the Upper Cumberland, and we're coming to you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville, the high school playbook with plenty of basketball to talk about this morning. District play getting underway for several teams in the Upper Cumberland last night. We'll review some scores. We'll talk to some of the coaches about some of the biggest headlines and stories across the Upper Cumberland last night and this past week. In just a moment, we'll speak with Coach Kevin Thomas of the Jackson County Blue Devils. Big win for the Blue Devils last night as they knock off Red Boiling Springs 69-29. to Coach Thomas will get his thoughts and uh, talk to a couple of the Blue Devil players here in just a little bit. Right now, let's hit the scoreboard for some highlights from last night. In girls' action, opening play in District 7-1A, a big girls' clash as Clark Range knocks off Clay County 64-58. Head coach Lamar Rogers will join us via telephone later on in the program this morning. Also in district play last night, it was Cumberland County over Macon County, 64-18. Stone Memorial over DeKalb County, 67-54 in District 7-3A. Ella Van Branken scores 22 for DeKalb County, playing without the injured Katie Farrell, who will be sidelined for two to three weeks. Other district scores, Pickett County over Gordonsville, 62-50. to White County gets a win over Upperman in a big clash in 7-3A, 44-39. Over on the boys' side last night, Clay County with a win over Clark Range, 74-37. Cumberland County, DeKalb County among the winners in district play last night. Pickett County and White County also scoring vi- victories in their respective district games. Jackson County was out of district last night. They will not start district play until after the first of the year, but still, uh, young Red Boiling Springs team comes to town. Coach Kevin Thomas joining us on the playbook. And uh, Coach, big win for your team last night, 69-29. to Did you kind of get out and take control of the ball game from the get-go? We did. We uh, come out and took control, and, you know, we talked to the kids about it's not about who you're playing. You know, we wanted to play up to our standard, and uh, and uh, we come out and done that. I thought we really shared the ball well and got some easy shots early. And Trey, I think, ended up with six threes, but he's really he was hot last night to start the game. So everything started off well and ended well. Kind of when you get those threes, we'll talk to Trey about that in a few moments. When they get one going, one or two going, seems like you kind of get in that rhythm. Coach, has this been a team that's been good to start fast in most games this year? Well, no, we kind of struggled there early, a time or two there early in the year, but we've gotten a little bit better the last couple of weeks. Uh, the two losses we had, we just really we, we didn't start well and, and ended up outscoring the teams the, the, the final three quarters, but we just didn't play well early. But we've tried to work on that and getting ourselves mentally ready to go before the game starts. What are some things that you've seen the team consistently do well pretty much throughout all of the games that you played so far this season? I have to say that probably defensively we've shown up every game. I think we've, uh, we've really done a good job on the defensive end and rebounding. Those two things for sure that we've barely been consistent at here early in the season. You mentioned Trey's six three-pointers. Has this been a team that's shot the basketball 
pretty well throughout the course of the season, you know, particularly from the perimeter? Well, uh, not the first few games. You know, we kind of, you know, we kind of struggled there early in the se- you know, to getting all, uh, getting started, and uh, we're shooting it a little bit better now. Uh, you know, it's uh, the the perimeter shooting is getting better, and uh, you know, we're kind of built around our high low offense with our two post players, and you know, and those perimeter uh, perimeter players supplementing that. But uh, you know, if we can get that perimeter game going with our post play, that uh, we should be pretty good offensively. Coach, what do, what do you like about this team? What's something that really stands out about this group of guys that, that you really do like? The camaraderie. They really get along well together and playing with each other outside of high school basketball. And and uh, they just seem like they really have a good time with one another and play for one another. Let's get the players to come over to the microphone and uh, talk to them for a few moments. We've got uh, senior power forward Raymond Quavis. There's Ramon. Ramon Quavis. I knew I'd say I asked him what his last name was, and I said his first name wrong. Ramon Quavis and uh, junior guard Trey Monette with us on the playbook this morning. Uh, Ramon, we'll start with you as far as being a senior on this high school basketball team. Have you kind of embraced a leadership role on the team this year? Uh, Yes, sir, I have. Like every game. I'm always, like, talking on the court, being social to everyone, letting them know their job, their role, just trying to be there for each other. Is it a fun role to have being kind of a leadership, in that leadership role where players are looking up to you? Uh, yes, it is a, a good role. Like, I like, like, looking at the younger kids and seeing them look up to me, seeing what I do, seeing, like, I take practice serious and, like, trying to just get them to do what I do. Let me ask you a question. Like, last night you get off to a fast start. How do you not let down at some point and let a team like a Red Boiling kind of get back into the game? How do you kind of keep your foot on the gas, so to speak? Uh, we, we was all on the court being social to each other, saying, like, don't let up, don't let up, just keep going. And Coach Kevin pushing us, telling us not to let off the gas, and we just pulled through with it. Now, Coach Thomas, I've talked to several times about you individually and how far your game has come since your freshman year. Kind of walk us through that development of your game, and uh, how do you feel that you've really improved over the years since you first started at Jackson County? Uh, Well, my freshman year, uh, I tried out, and back then I wasn't really that crazy about basketball. (laughs) And then I hit a big growth spurt and just started taking it serious, taking it more serious every day. Practicing harder, looking up to older kids, and I'm here where I am now. All right. Well, uh, this team, this being your senior year, what would you like to see this team accomplish, and what do you feel like you can get accomplished this year? Uh, I'd like to see us uh, winning district, winning regions, and going all the way to state. I feel like we have a pretty solid team that we can do that. As long as we play together and just keep playing how we're playing, I think we should be good. All right. Ramon Cuevas, our guest. Let's get Trey up to the microphone. Trey Monette. Trey, six three-pointers last night. Uh, Did you just feel it from the get-go? Does the basket look like it's about 10 feet around when you get in a groove like that? Um, Honestly, once I hit one or two and get going, I I stay pretty confident. My teammates could find me pretty good last night. But hopefully, I just hope not to miss my first or second three-pointer and get off to a bad start. Is three-point shooting something that you kind of made a point of e- emphasis in your kind of individual development as a player? Yes, sir. From my freshman and sophomore year, I always shot a lot of threes, and that's where I was kind of most stable at and felt most confident at. And over the last summer, I kind of developed my mid-range a lot more and practiced it a lot and try to get it to the best I could. In, in addition to shooting, some other things that maybe you've worked on as an individual to improve your game. Well, all summer long, almost pretty much every day, I worked on ball handling 
and I'd have like a strength and conditioning training, and I'd get some shots up too, and for about four hours every day. Trey, what do you like about this team? What do you think the real strength of this basketball team is? Well, definitely rebounding. Rebounding we have very good, especially with our post players. And, of course, Jordan with the guard rebounding, Kendrick and Ramon. And Kendrick, Kendrick's a big rebounder on our team. So I feel like if hopefully I can get the threes going, we have a good outside and inside game. So that's pretty good. Talk about Ramon as a leader of this team and uh, what you see from him as a leader. What does he project? Well, Ramon, Ramon's, Ramon's definitely a good leader. He's, <laughs> there's been times in the locker room where people like mess around and he'll, he'll get them back in line straight. And I think that really helps us a lot. All right, guys, we appreciate you coming out to Chick-fil-A this morning. Ramon Cuevas and Trey Monette, our player guests this morning. Coach, we'll bring you back to the microphone. And uh, uh, it just seems like this is a good group of guys for this Jackson County basketball team. And I know the tradition is there. Folks in Jackson County really seem to love the basketball up there. They really do. And, and you know, since the pandemic and we starting this year, We've had great crowds and, and people coming back to watch these kids that hadn't been in a few years, and uh, we're just excited about it and, and uh, looking forward to Monday playing. I was going to say, have you seen kind of an uptick maybe in attendance just due to the fact that people weren't able to, to come out at all last year? They missed it maybe more than they realized. I think so. There's no doubt that we've had our best crowds here, you know, here early in the year with people wanting to get back out and talking and socializing with one another, you know, in the, in the crowd and and uh, seeing each other that they hadn't seen in a while. So uh, it's definitely been it's been a, it's been really nice for the kids and the excitement and, and the student body coming back out mm-hmm. and getting excited and being a part of the basketball game. You mentioned Monday night. Uh, you've got Watertown coming to town, and I know you guys are familiar with one another. What are you expecting Monday night's game? Well, uh, the Watertown really likes to play fast, uh, up and down. They uh, they uh, you know they play about ten kids, five in and five out. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be different than anything we've seen so far this year. So you know we're looking forward to that and, and being able to adjust to that. And, and uh, I think it'll be a really fast-paced game. Coach Kevin Thomas, players, we appreciate you braving the storm this morning. I know it's been a little bit messy out there, but thank you for coming out and being part of the show this morning. Well, I really appreciate it, and I want you to know that uh, our thoughts and prayers are those people that uh, had tragedy last night and, and damage and. Uh, we want you to know we're thinking about you, and we appreciate you having us out here. Thank you so much. Coach Kevin Thomas, members of the Jackson County Blue Devil basketball team. We'll come back. When we do, we'll talk some Van Buren County ladies basketball. This is the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Covering high school sports from Jamestown to McMinnville. The Van Beer County Lady Eagles get a big win on the road last night in Monterey. 55-41 the final score as they improved to 7-2 overall on the season. Coach Tyler Sapp of the Lady Eagles basketball program joining us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, what really impressed you about your team's performance last night? Um, just our, our effort on the on defense side of the floor and our, our rebounding was much improved from when we played them at home uh, last week. Is that something you've been putting some emphasis on maybe in the early parts of the season, getting the defense, getting the rebounding up to where you really want it to be? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's something we always emphasize and focus on, um, especially especially the rebounding because when, you know, when you're not making shots, your defense and, and your rebounding capability can keep you in games that you shouldn't, that you shouldn't be in because you're not, you're, not, you're not making shots. So that's, that's something that we can always control. So, you know, I'll, I'll talk all the time about, controlling what you control we can't control if we make shots we control we control our effort 
and uh, and how how well we play defense and how well we rebound. Coach, for teams that may maybe have not seen Van Buren County on the court, tell us a little bit about your philosophy, what this team likes to do, what it does well on the court, both on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. Uh, offensively, I mean, we like we like to drive and uh, try to go to the free throw line, and uh, you know, when they collapse, we like to kick and and drive again. So we just like to offensively, we like to we we like to attack. We try to we try to tell our kids to attack. You know, most of them when you catch the ball not to hold it, you know, basic, basic things. And, um, defensively, we, we try to, we try to force you into taking long twos and, uh, and then contested, contested long twos at that. So we don't, you know, we don't want, we don't want any layups. We don't want any wide open threes. Absolutely. Long twos are a whole lot better than threes when you're on the defensive end of the court. That's for sure. Coach, uh, when I spoke to you earlier in the season, I know you were dealing with some injury concerns. Have you got some players back from injury, or does that continue to kind of linger and be a concern for you? Um, we haven't we haven't got anybody back yet. Um, the the one with the ACL injuries, she's getting you know she she can she can run and stuff now. We're kind of waiting, you know, probably a few more weeks here. She can get cleared to cut, and then then it's kind of. Hey, what you know? What can you what can you do, and when when can you get back? So you know, it's still kind of a waiting game here. You know, and I'm, you know, the, all the all the girls have stepped up tremendously. I mean, you know, we we you know she was she probably I guess she, she averaged about 15 points a game last year, and the fact that we're we're seven and two without her is a huge testament to everybody else in the program. One player that I know has really had an exceptional start to the season, and that's Layla Bolden, 33 against White County, a very good White County team, 29. Uh, actually, a stat-stuffing kind of night against Sequatchie County, 29 points, six rebounds, five assists, five steals. What has Layla done maybe to take the next step in, in her basketball career, something that uh, maybe you've seen from last year to this year that she's really improved on? Uh, she's, she's been more confident and, and, and looking to score. I mean, you know, last year we had, we had, we had three kids who averaged, uh, have averaged 15 a game. So I mean, she was one of them, but like, she could she could also she didn't have to be. It's it's tough going you know from three kids to ha- that could average fifteen to her being the only one because of the injuries right now that was that was left to average fifteen because everybody's keen on her, everybody's being, everybody knows who she is, and everybody's not wanting to let her score. Um, and you know she stepped up and she's been more confident with the ball and looked for her shot more, and then also getting her teammates involved early so that way she has an opportunity to score later because once once the teammates get involved and they start making shots then you know, they have to adjust they can't just key on her so i think that's one one thing she's done very 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 well we're speaking with van buren county girls head basketball coach tyler sapp here on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders coach another player that uh, has really put up some good numbers uh, having some double doubles on regular occasion riley scoggins your senior on your team and Talk a little bit about Riley and, again, maybe some development in her game and how important she's been for you this season so far. Uh, you know, like you, like you mentioned, she's she's averaging double-double. I just looked at Huddle the, the last night, and she was uh, averaging 13 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, you know, that's 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 massive. She had 18 rebounds in, I think, the game against Gordonsville a few weeks ago. Uh, she, her, she just got a motor that – and that's and that's the biggest that's the biggest part of her game is she just doesn't she just doesn't quit you know she she's crashing every time she's in there battling and she's and she's essentially had to be or you know she's played post her whole career and then now she's kind of out on the out on the perimeter because of because of injuries and she's, she's she's pretty much essentially been our second 
our number two ball handler, bringing the ball up the floor some and, and doing just doing every little thing that we need to do to get a win. Coach, you got a tough week next week. You go to Clark Range on Tuesday, the rematch with White County coming up next Friday night, and, and you played a very tough schedule thus far this season. Uh, size up, especially these two games coming up next week, and, and how much you feel like this really competitive schedule has benefited your team so far? Um, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we count, me and the assistant coaches kind of sit down and looked at the schedule last year, and um, of course, you, you never, you never know about how things are going to go and, and things, but we, we, we did, we did want to try to get some tough, you know, get a few tougher games in, um, so to, to try to help us, you know, early on, try to help us get, uh, get when we get to tournament time and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't know about right now, but I think, it's going to help us in the long run because, like I told the girls the other night, we've we've not had many many games that's been double digits on either side, um, and you know you don't you don't know how to play in those in those close game situations with a lead or down by a couple without without you know without experiencing it. So that's that's good for us to be able to experience that and, and learn because you know we got we got we're playing we're having to play some freshmen and they. You know, they, they, they think we're down 20 the whole time, you know, and just come full shot. So, you know, it's a big, huge learning learning experience for everybody involved to, hey, we got a lead. Let's slow the ball down, work it. Let's get a good shot. And, you know, and, and I, I, hopefully that's going to help us in the long run. Off to a great start. The Van Buren County Lady Eagles are 7-2 and two after last night's win over Monterey. Head coach Tyler Sapp taking time to join us this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you as always for the time. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Big win for the Cumberland County Jets last night in their District 7-3A opener as they fly past Macon County, 80-51 the final score last night. Cumberland County head coach Taylor Denny joining us on the playbook. Coach, was your team able to take command of the game basically right from the start? Uh, you know, we, we jumped out uh, to a lead pretty quick. We lost focus there for a minute. Macon County did a great job of battling back and executing some stuff there. Uh, so the second half, we were a lot more locked in defensively, and that's when we really uh, pulled away. Does your defense kind of go a long way? I know you're a team that likes to get up and down the court, but do you use that defense kind of to spark that transition game for you? Absolutely. You know, if you're not getting stops and rebounds, it's very difficult to get out and run if you're having to get the ball out of the net every time. So that's something we really try to hammer home. Hey, we're really good in transition. Let's get stops and rebounds so we can use that to our advantage. Coach, 7-3A looks like a very balanced and tough district top to bottom, and maybe a lot of folks may not think about this, but it appears to me that getting a win early like this, getting that first district game under your belt, is a big deal for momentum and, and kind of setting the mindset. Do you kind of go along with that theme? Absolutely. Any district wins a big win, and there are no off nights in this district. Everybody's capable of beating everybody, so it uh, it's a big deal. Uh, to come out and get that first one under your belt. Let's talk about some players in last night's game and who really stepped their game up for you in the big win. You know, we had a lot of kids. I had one kid out sick, uh, Reese Crockett, you know, and he's really our energizer bunny. Doesn't score a lot for us, but he plays great defense. He runs the floor hard. His energy's fantastic, so that hurt us some. Uh, but, you know, I had four kids in double figures, uh, Jackson Edmund, Cole Torres, Carson Cananser, and Jackson Reed. We did a really good job of sharing the ball. And then I got some great minutes. Devin Lane had, had to have close to 10 rebounds. I haven't looked at the uh, the final official stat. Uh, Braden Woodard played really well off the bench for us. And Braden Tollett gave us some good minutes there in the second half as well. 
When I spoke to you earlier in the season, you were talking about the seven seniors on your team, good leadership roles. Has that really shown up for the team so far? It has. It has. You know, it's still not necessarily where we want it to be, but those kids do a really good job of trying to uh, do what we ask them to do every day. They take coaching really well. Uh, they're really supportive of the younger guys trying to bring them along. So it makes my job a lot easier for sure. We're speaking to Cumberland County Jets head basketball coach Taylor Denny on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. A couple of things you were concerned about also earlier in the season, rebounding and communication were some things that you were still trying to get worked out. How far along have you come in, in those areas in the last couple of weeks? Uh, you know, on Tuesday we had a uh, seven-footer come to town uh, from the Macaulay School in Chattanooga. So we did a really good job uh, of battling him. You know, we were in that game until the very end, had the lead at halftime. Uh, we did a really good job communicating and battling. Uh, and last night we did as well. It was a little inconsistent at times. Uh, but overall, we did a pretty good job with those things. You know, when I look at your schedule, and you mentioned McCauley and a seven-footer coming to town, you guys have played a really tough schedule here early in this season. How has that benefited you, and, and do you feel like it's done anything maybe to hurt you up to this point? No, I don't think it has. You know, I'm not a big uh, – I don't I don't worry about padding my win-loss record or our win-loss record or anything like that. I think it's important, especially when you're as old and experienced as our team is, to really challenge yourself early in the year uh, to see what you need to work on, what you need to get better at. And it's a lot easier to do that when, the, you know, when you're losing games than if you're winning games by 15 or 20 points. Now, we'd love to win all our games, absolutely. Uh, but I think you learn a little more in the beginning of the season, especially from losing than winning. So I don't think it's hurt us. Uh, you know, I think down the road, uh, you know, in the heart of district play and once the postseason starts, we're going to have seen every possible scenario we can see, uh, which I think will help us trying to, to reach our goals. Going along with the themes of being a tough district and having a lot of, you know, veterans on this team, what is maybe something else that stands out about this team that, that you really just love about it? Uh, you know, they're just super good kids. Uh, you know, like I said, I've been the assistant there for four years. It's my first year as the head coach. So I've been around a lot of these kids. Uh, you know, a couple of them I had when I taught in elementary school. So, uh, you know, I've known these kids for a long time. They're super good kids. They're super fun to be around. Uh, they, you know, they love and care about each other. Uh, they played together for a long time, so that, that makes it really fun. For you yourself, you mentioned the transition from assistant coach to head coach. Has that been a bit of a transition for you, difficult in any way? You know, it, it has. It's different. You know, a lot of things outside of basketball, there's a lot more responsibility besides just, you know, practicing games that you got to deal with. Uh, you know, but my uh, assistant coach, John Torres, he does a great job helping me out. He's got a ton of experience. Uh, and the kids have done a great job uh, trying to do what I ask them to do and, and putting up with me all the time. <laughs> Coach, you got two big games coming up, the rivalry game in district with Stone Memorial on Tuesday night. Then you travel to York Institute on Friday, so the schedule's not going to lighten up any. Uh, what do you see from these two games coming up next week? You know, Stone's a big game. Uh, it's at Stone, of course. That's always a big game, but it's a district game uh, this year. You know, we're back in the same district, so that's a really big deal. Coach Caps does a super good job. Yeah, I've known him uh, for a long time. I, I played for him. I coached with him. Uh, so that will be a, a really big game for us. They're retiring Brandon Cole's jersey over there on Tuesday night. He's one of the you know better high school basketball players from the Upper Cumberland ever. Uh, so that place will be a madhouse. So we've get, really got to make sure that we have our composure and our poise to go over there and do our job. And, of course, York, we played him in our place in a really close game a few weeks ago. Coach Powell does a really good job. Uh, the Nick Smith kid can really play. Uh, so we've got to make sure we go up there and do a good job to try to send us into the holidays on a winning streak.
All right, some exciting basketball being played over in Crossville. The Cumberland County Jets, a fun team to watch, folks. Very competitive. Go out and see them if you get a chance. Coach Taylor Denny has been our guest on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, thank you for the time this morning. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me on. Stay safe out there, and I hope to talk to you again soon. The Clark Range Lady Buffaloes get a big win in district play last night. We'll talk about when we come back to the High School Playbook live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville here Bobcats to Tigers. They all get along here. Talking prep sports. The high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. With several players moving on for Clark Range last season, it's a new lineup for the Lady Buffaloes in 2021. But that's not stopping the Lady Buffaloes from continued success. Big win last night against Clay County in the District 7-1A opener. 64-58 final score for Coach Lamar Rogers' squad. Coach Rogers joining us via telephone this morning on the high school playbook. Coach, how good did it feel to get that first district win of the season? Well, yeah, absolutely. We uh, we had a great atmosphere last night. The gym was packed. Clay County, a lot of fans for them, and uh, you know we've had a you know big rivalry with them and the Peak County over the years, and. Uh, uh, played pretty solid. We we led the whole game. We, we I think we got out to a 13 point lead at, late in the third quarter, and uh, uh, they made a run at us. We held held on and uh, you know finished the game out pretty good. Coach, who were some players who stepped up for you in big roles last night? Well, we've been pretty balanced scoring. Uh, Manny Bush is uh, uh, we've got you know so far this season we've got three. Averaging in double figures, Manny Bush is playing point for us, and and uh, she makes a lot of things happen. And uh, you know she had an outstanding game defensively, offensively, both last night. And then Addie Starr is a sophomore uh, wing player. Uh, she led us score last night with 23. Uh, Lauren Schult, uh our post player, had had uh, 12 points, and. Uh, you know, Chloe Rogers, a wing player, had nine points. So we almost had four double figures. Uh, Casey Sells uh, uh, had a little off that shooting last night. She usually scores uh, a lot and uh, played great defense uh, for us, though. And then uh, had a long senior, Zoe Smith, come off the bench and, and did some great things for us also. You mentioned balance. Is that going to kind of be a theme for this Clark Range team this year, whether it be scoring or, or other statistical categories? Do you feel like it's going to be a pretty balanced team all across the board? Well, it's, it's looking that way, and, that, you know, that's good news that happens like that. I think, uh, you know, Matty Bush uh, and uh, Addie Stars might end up being our leading scorers, but, you uh, We've had uh, other girls right there with them, and, uh, you know, that makes it harder for teams to defense. It's just kind of uh, hopefully pick the poison with us, and uh, we're, we're getting really good ball movement. Uh, we've got five players out on the court that can shoot the ball that are good, and that's always good. Uh, still working on the defense. We're, we've got some things we've got to work harder on defensively to, to be as good as we want to be. We're speaking with Clark Range Lady Buffaloes head basketball coach Lamar Rogers on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Is defense maybe your biggest concern for this basketball team right now? Um, well, yeah, we, you know, I think our defense is going to uh, 
you know, we want to get back to the state tournament again and see what we can do down there. And, and we've got to be playing great defense to do that. So we're not there yet, but, uh, you know, we're 7-1. and one And uh, so we just played eight games. And we'll keep getting better as the season progresses. And we're very flexible. We played two or three defenses last night. And, uh, you know, you, you've got to kind of learn to switch gears when we change the defenses. And we'll make just a few mistakes right now. You mentioned getting back to Murfreesboro, and Clark Range has been no stranger, obviously, to the state tournament. But when you go, and, and like last year, losing in the quarterfinal round, does that create kind of a burn, more of a hunger? I mean, is it more of that than it is disappointment for both you as a coach and for the players in general? Well, yeah, it's very disappointing. We had uh, uh, high hopes of winning it all. And, of course, uh, we, we lost – five of our top six players to graduation so uh you know this is a new group in some ways and of course they were there though and, and participated and played some and everything but uh, uh you know this group uh you know you you have a most time a new group every year or you have a carryover uh of three or four starters back sometimes but this group is very hungry to get down there and we, we've got great uh Team chemistry. We've got great leadership with uh, Maddie Bush and Casey Sales. So I'm really excited to see what we do. The upcoming week, Coach, you get Van Buren County on Tuesday night and then it's Gordonsville on Friday night. What do you expect from those two teams as they come to visit Clark Range? Well, I know Van Buren County's got uh, two really good players that will have to be a starting point defensively. And they'll, uh, you know, they had an outstanding record last year, just maybe losing two or three games. So um, we're kind of just checking them out first summer round. We've not played them. Uh, you know, they wanted to play home and home this year, so we're doing that. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of check them out. I think they might be in our region uh, this year or sub-state one. So, uh, uh, you know, here again, it'll be a great atmosphere at Clark Ridge High School, and uh, uh, that'll be a good good game for us to get better at. And then we've got Gordonsville, a district team, uh, coming in, I think Pickett uh, beat them 12 points last night, so uh, they must be playing better than everybody. So just every game we play, uh, we want to improve every game and keep keep getting better. Always a fun time in the city of Clark Range when basketball season rolls around. The Buffalo Lady Buffaloes off to a great start again. Coach Lamar Rogers has been our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, as always, good to talk to you, and uh, we'll talk to you on down the road. Okay, thank you. We'll talk some Warren County Pioneers basketball and Stone Memorial Lady Panthers when we come back to the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Upper Cumberland's high school players and coaches gather here. Tough night for the Warren County Pioneers on Friday night as Franklin came to town and nailed 13 three-pointers as a team. Ran away with a 75-46 victory over the Pioneers. Warren County boys basketball coach Chris Sullins joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, what was it that seemed to get Franklin going early from the perimeter? Uh, I think they saw a couple of them go in early, and it just became a tidal wave, so to speak. I think they hit seven or eight in the first half. Uh, got us down by, you know, 15 or 16 there in the before before halftime. Uh, kids just flat out just stroked the basketball. 
uh, kid that we had on the scout uh, as the best shooter. Like, hit, hit six in a row. Uh, I mean, they just from 22, 23 feet. Hey, no excuses. They flat out just, just flat out beat us last night. And like I said, uh, they hit 13 threes. Uh, we hit two. And, and you know, when, when you do that, that's a 39 to six, uh, 39 to six type deal. And they outscored you 33 there. And uh, like we got beat 29. So uh, the difference in the basketball game was the shooting of the basketball. Coach, I know when you look at that, and uh, certainly when a team gets hopped in three-point range, not much you can always do about that. But looking at your own team's performance, what are some positives maybe you took away from last night's game? Uh, I thought I thought our kids. Uh, we had a couple kids. I think that stepped up. That, I mean, we 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 said from day one we 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 could struggle scoring the basketball this year, and I thought our, we had a couple kids that I think showed us that maybe can start playing some more minutes offensively. Had some kids. That, was attacking the basket, which is a good thing. Had had an inside presence with a couple guys last night. Caden Desmarre stepped up, you know, hit some shots in, in the paint. And that's something we've been waiting on him to do. So, uh, you know, it's hard to win basketball games if you only score 45 to 50. We, we've got to get up around that 55 to 60 more, uh, rate. And, and I think that right now, you know, we, we, we're, we're trying to look for that eight or nine guys that can, that can help us do that. And I think we're getting a little bit closer to that, even though last night the score may not indicate that. Coach, looking at your team as a whole, and I know you lost a phenomenal athlete and player in C.J. Taylor and some others last year, but uh, who came back for your team this year and who stepped up into some leadership roles for you? We had Caden Rutledge came back. He was a, he was a starter for us uh, last year with, with our four seniors that graduated. You know, he's been there ever since he was a freshman. Uh, and then Eli Kirkendall is a kid that, that uh, he's a, he, he was a role player last year that kind of stepped up and, and, and just took on a leadership role. And then a guy like Nate Elrod, uh, a football player who's a quarterback on the basketball team. He he's or on the football team. He's a kid that's really impressed. us, really works his tail off in the paint. And then Sawyer Seymour is a kid that's really really improved shooting the basketball. Didn't have his best night last night, but he's put a lot of time and effort in the gym to get better at that. And then we've been really impressed with, with what uh, he's doing. So those are some guys that have really really stepped up. And then I think we got a kid Isaiah Cummins, a little sophomore, that, that could be something special in years to come. When you look at your team and what you were able to do in the offseason and the preseason and things a little bit more normal, I guess, this offseason than last year, what were some things that you really put some emphasis on in preparation for the season? Well, we knew we could, we could be really, really good defensively. I thought we were going to be a little bit longer, a little bit more athletic. That's something we, we really emphasized. Maybe we probably should emphasize the offensive end more because the struggles have, have been there as of late. But I, I think that we tried to echo the positive that we could be. Even though last night we uh, maybe Franklin was a little bit was a, was a step faster than us. I think defensively sometimes we are really hard to score against. Uh, and then we just had to make sure kids understood that all, all the roles are going to have to change. And I think they they've accepted that. I mean they they they've had some we've had some positive attitudes. And hey, we're you know we're we're five and three on the season, uh, eight games in, and uh, you know just really looking uh, uh, you know looking forward to getting back on the whole floor on Tuesday night. We're speaking with Warren County Pioneers head basketball coach Chris Sullins on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Uh, coach, just looking at your team moving forward, some things that you still kind of want to get worked out that maybe you just don't feel like we're quite there yet. Offensive execution. We get in the half court set, we really can struggle. And then, you know, and then we've got to shoot the basketball better. I mean, you can't shoot 9, 10, 12, 15% from three, and that, that's been a real issue, especially in the Upper Cumberland area. There's so many good teams. We've got so many kids that can flat-out shoot a basketball. So those are two areas that we're going to have to improve in. 
because as the season wears on, it becomes more of a half-court type deal, and we've got to be able to score the basketball at a more consistent rate. What's one thing you really like about your team that to you really stands out, whether it be something on or off the court, but just something you really embrace and love about this team? It's the hardest working team we've ever had. I find, I mean, they work their tails off you know, on the practice floor. They're a joy to coach, but they really are. I mean, they, they work extremely hard. They understand some of maybe the deficiencies that we have, and they accept it, and they try, they're trying to get better at it. They're very coachable. I think that uh, when, I, when I watch them, that it's not it's not for lack of effort. Uh, we just got to get better, and that starts with me as a basketball coach. We got we got to help make our kids better. Coach, you have Tullahoma coming in on Tuesday. You got a big win over them last time. What do you expect will be different in the rematch against them coming up on Tuesday? It'll be a whole new Tullahoma team. Uh, you know, they just came back from winning the state title on the football field, so they'll they'll have some they'll have some football guys back on on, on the. On the floor, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to you know get get uh, get some more film here today and tomorrow to kind of see what what those football players bring to the table. Coach Welch does such a good job. You know, he was at Macon County for so long. Does a really good job at Tullahoma. So we'll have our hands full. Offensively, the execution part they'll have something we'll have to do every single night. And like I said, we've got to see if we can get some shots. I mean, last night uh, we scored in the you know point five point seven points per possession, and that's really really hard to do basketball games. Big game for Warren County on Tuesday night against Tullahoma, and then they'll turn around and play Laverne next Friday. Warren County head basketball coach Chris Sullins, our guest this morning on the High School Playbook. Coach, thank you for a few minutes of your time this morning. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for all you guys do for high school athletics. Thank you. Big win on the road last night for the Stone Memorial Lady Panthers. And any time in District 7-3A this year, you go on the road to get a big win. Well, that's a great thing. 67-54, Coach Mike Buck of the Stone Memorial Lady Panthers joining us via telephone. Coach Buck, how important was it to go on the road and get that first big district win? Uh, well, you know, this is a year of first, you know, with all these young kids that we've got. So, um, you know, that the first game in this new league uh, happened to be on the road. So our first road game, and, and it was weird, our kids – Every time I'd point some of those things out this week, you know, uh, Thursday, uh, you know, first first district game, first road road game, and they, and a couple of them were like first road win. And I'm going, okay, that sounds good too. So um, it, it was it was interesting. You never know how they're going to react. You know, that's a uh, it was a loud loud environment. You know, it's uh, a lot of distractions, but we were able to uh, focus in and, and get the win. I was really proud of, of how our kids grew up a little bit last night. Well, I was going to say, I know you're playing a lot of freshmen this year. You've had a couple in the starting lineup and uh, and playing some off the bench as well. How big was it for you to see them kind of embrace that moment and, and to keep their composure in a tough environment like that? It, it, was, it was really nice. You know, they they, uh, they never 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 blinked. They never uh, batted an eye. You know, they just, uh, you know, one play at a time, kept digging and kept scratching. And so I was... I was um, I told somebody last night that, that you know, this this group, although they're youth, uh, they are young, uh, but they show a, a quite a bit of, of maturity for such an inexperienced group. You know, they're talented. They've got some, you know, they got a lot of ability. They're starting to play together, you know, a lot. But yeah, having three freshmen play a lot, and then you know, a couple of sophomores who this is their first run at the varsity level, and then juniors the same way. Uh, and then Katie Atkinson, that only senior of ours, you know, her being the focus, you know, the you know team's defenses, um, 
it, it's it's new for all of them, and they were able to, to, to hang in there. In fact, Katie rolled her ankle. Um, we had a nice lead at halftime, and Katie comes out in the third quarter and rolls her ankle. And so um, so that, there's our senior leader uh, that was out of the game again. So that was just another distraction that, you know, and it, it rattled us for, you know, a few minutes there, and uh, the cab went on a nice run. Uh, but, you know, a couple of timeouts, you know, we're able to look them in the eye and talk to them a little bit. And, and again, they kind of gathered themselves. They looked at each other and, and they they uh, they responded. So I, I'm, I'm really pleased with, with uh, you know, how last night ended up. Coach, you mentioned Katie getting hurt. Uh, along with that, who were some of the players that really stepped up for you in, in her absence and even with her on the court? Who stepped up and, and really helped the team out last night? Yeah, it was it was a, a very very balanced uh, you know scoring night. Um, offensively, we had um, Addison Howard kind of get, get, triggers us from that point guard position as a freshman, and then Courtney Hedrick um, um, played really well. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the scoring exactly. It was four people in double figures: Addison, Courtney, um, Rachel, uh, Houston, and then uh, we had. Another, the, the, our sixth man off the bench freshman, uh, Lily Hinch, uh, she came in and had 14 points. And so Katie, uh, Katie only had five points, which she's okay with that. You know, we, uh, she's obviously uh, a kid that can score the ball, but uh, we go out and get 67 with her only scoring five, um, and, and we get to W. Uh, she's with, she's okay with it, and so are we. So, um, but yeah, three of our, um, and then three, three freshmen uh, had double-figure scoring last night, and then Rachel Houston, the sophomore, um, you know, brand new as well. So I, they're, they're starting to find each other out there. They're starting to to uh, kind of play off of each other's abilities, and and uh, um, and it's I'm telling you, it's pretty cool to watch them grow. It really is. We're speaking with Stone Memorial Lady Panthers head basketball coach Mike Buck on the high school playbook at Stone Memorial. The the 67-54 win over to Cap County last night, improving to 4-4 four and four overall on the season. Tuesday night, it's the rivalry game with Cumberland County. This time it's in the district. Uh, what do you see coming up on Tuesday night against the Lady Jets? Well, they're, they're, they're crazy talented. I think they're, uh, um, you know, they're very, very much, um, you know, experience. They're, they're two years ahead of us in terms of the progression of their players. Uh, their their um, junior class is really heavy, really really solid, um, um, and then they've got a, a really good sophomore that can score the ball well too. So uh, they're very talented. Uh, Coach Cram over there is doing a, a good job with them, and, and um, you know they they are. Uh, the emotions from that game are always high. Uh, now with it being a district game, it'll be even higher. Um, you know, but but our kids, uh, you know, they grow up with these girls. You know, they're 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 their buddies, except for a couple nights a year uh, <laughs> when when they want to go out there and really compete with them. And so, um, both sides will come in ready to play. I'm sure uh, it'll be another chance for us to experience some new stuff and and. Uh, um, you know, and the talent of those of those uh, Cumberland County girls will be will be new for us to, to have to handle. So, uh, I know I'm looking forward to it. I know our girls are looking forward to it, um, and I'm sure they are as well. It'll be a big night in Crossville for sure. Cumberland County at Stone Memorial coming up on Tuesday night. Stone Memorial Lady Panthers coach Mike Buck taking time to join us this morning on the playbook. Coach, best of luck to you Tuesday night. Thank you as always for joining us. Thank you, my friend. 
We'll recap Friday night scores and look ahead to Tuesday night action when we come back to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders, the high school playbook. Covering every school across the Upper Cumberland for you. Recapping scores from Friday night in the Upper Cumberland, it was Clark Range in girls action taking Clay County from the ranks of the unbeaten. 64-58, the final score of Clark Range victorious last night. Despite a double-double from Clay County's Briley Burchett, she posts 21 points, 11 rebounds, but Clay County comes out with the victory. Cookville gets 14 points from Cassie Gallagher. They remain undefeated on the season due to the Lady Cavs as they beat Stewart's Creek on the road 47-41. to Big win for Cumberland County over defending Class AA state champion Macon County. Lady Jets get it done 64-18 on Friday night. DeKalb County gets 22 from Ella Van Vranken, but Stone Memorial gets the victory in Smithville last night, 67-54. Also, it was Van Buren County over Monterey in a non-district clash last night at Monterey, 55-41. Pickett County over Gordonsville, 62-50. Shayla Wood with 24 points and 9 rebounds, just missing a double-double last night for the Lady Bobcats. White County over Opperman in a big one, 44-39. Opperman retired the jersey of Reagan Hurst, the Tennessee Tech's uh, freshman. And during a ceremony last night, Brooklyn Crouch, 14 for the Lady Bees. Warren County over Franklin, 56-31. On the boys' side, Clay County, no problem with Clark Range, 74-37. Three players scoring double figures for the Cookville Cavs. They get a win at Stewart's Creek last night, 55-52. It was Cumberland County over Macon County, 80-51. Braden Antoniak puts in 18 for DeKalb County. They top Stone Memorial 67-58. Jackson County all over Red Boiling Springs, 69-29 the final score. Van Buren County and Monterey, they play into overtime, and the Eagles escape with a 57-56 victory. Zach Amonette goes for 25 for Pickett County as they pull away from Gordonsville late, 81-54 the final score. Congratulations to White County coach Eric Mitchell. Picked up his 500th coaching victory last night, and White County picked up a 44-41 win in their district opener at Upperman on Friday. And Franklin County, as we mentioned, 13 three-pointers as they knock off Warren County last night by the final count of 75-46. Looking to the week ahead, Monday night, we'll have one game involving an Upper Cumberland team. Jackson County will be at home to take on Watertown. Then several more district games on the schedule for Tuesday. Clay County will travel over to Red Boiling Springs. Cumberland County and Stone Memorial, that inter-county rivalry there. The Jets and the Panthers, they will tip it off at uh, 6 o'clock on Tuesday night. It'll be DeKalb County traveling up uh, Highway 70 to take on White County. Livingston Academy will play their first district game. They'll head to Lafayette to take on Macon County. Some other games of interest, it'll be Van Buren County at Clark Range. Monterey travels over to Cannon County. Pickett County will get a good test for both boys and girls as they travel to Coffee County. Warren County will look to make it 2-0 on the season against Tullahoma. York Institute will be at home against Oneida. And, of course, uh, after Tuesday night's games, the schedule uh, gets a little bit crazy as some teams will be participating in tournaments throughout the course of the holiday season. But plenty of basketball action, of course, coming up 
over the next several weeks for teams in the Upper Cumberland area. Want to take time to thank our guests this morning, Coach Kevin Thomas and members of the Jackson County Blue Devils braving the weather to join us live here this morning at Chick-fil-A. Clark Range girls basketball coach Lamar Rogers. We want to thank Van Buren County girls coach Tyler Sapp, Cumberland County boys coach Taylor Denny, Warren County head basketball coach Chris Sullins, and Stone Memorial Lady Panthers coach Mike Buck. For our studio producer, Will Hearn, our on-site producer today is Tyrone Carver. And a big thanks to Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive in Cookville. We'll be back for the next edition of the Playbook next Saturday morning. Until then, for the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, I'm Tom Duggan. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Constructing storage buildings of all sizes for your backyard. The perfect shed, added storage from Mountain Barn Builders. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Or see your building up close, Highway 127. Get the scouting report on all the week's prep action. Online now, ucsportsnation.com.